This is Lights Out, a making a musical podcast special following how the theater world is reacting to the coronavirus pandemic. I'm your host, Jacqueline Thrapp. States across the nation slowly starting to open up, but not New York just yet. Matter of fact, the theater community is doing the exact opposite. Two venues closing their doors indefinitely due to the fallout. A recent survey of 600 businesses finding that 31% of those owners fear that they will not recover from the coronavirus crisis. Here's what's happening on the ground in New York City. New York City's Shelter Studios closing after 30 years. Their statement reads, quote, Dear Shelter Studios and theater community, we hope you and your loved ones are in good health and that you are finding positive ways to adapt to the new world we find ourselves living in. Hopefully you have found some silver linings, maybe some peace and quiet, and perhaps a new focus and renewed excitement for the creative paths ahead. It is with a very heavy heart that we announce after 30 years in the heart of the theater district, Shelter Studios and Theaters has closed its doors for good. The path to recovery is simply too steep for our small company. We have great pride in the facility we built and the community we nurtured. Most valued of all are the relationships we enjoyed with our clients. In some cases, for many, many years, thank you for your commitment to our studios. Hopefully, we'll be in touch as friends and colleagues over the months and years ahead. Stay positive, be well, and good luck. That's Ron Shelter, the founder and owner of Shelter Studios and Theaters. The, quote, secret theater, in quote, in Queens, which is right across the river from Manhattan, also closing for good. Here is what the theater's owner and executive director, Richard Mazda, said to QNS, quote, we made it to 10 years. We were never a drain on the public purse, and we created many thousands of opportunities for actors, audiences, and students to come together to practice, watch, learn, and enjoy truly electric live theater, end quote. That is true. I have went to that theater before, and they do make it very clear that it's um, a way to help people who are newer in the industry get their work out there. When I was researching other theaters in New York City, I saw something from the creative director of Manhattan Repertory Theater, which is a pretty small theater. It's where I had my first play. I just think this is interesting to share, and you can make opinions on this as you would like. So Ken Wolf has a book out now called How to Survive the Coronavirus Crisis Without Fear or Panic. It is a practical gu- quote, a practical guide for managing fear and negative emotion to protect yourself, your family, and the world. End quote. That is his ebook, and his um, description goes on to say, six weeks ago, as I saw this thing escalating, and because I have learned some unique skills, I decided to write an ebook about managing fear and making smart choices during the crisis. If you're interested in that, it's free, a PDF file. You just got to download it from his website, ManhattanRef.com. I just thought that was interesting. He has a book now. Um, moving on. The unions are meeting. So I saw this on Playbill. The 12 largest entertainment unions are discussing the pandemic. Now, according to the Labor Department, most of the 4 million creative professionals in the U.S. are out of work. Very true. The um, a quote from the AFL-CIO Secretary-Treasurer Liz Scholler saying they're not going to be returning to, quote, normal. It'll be a very different approach to the industry. Now I'm curious, and I've been talking about this on the podcast for a while because I know I haven't posted a podcast in a few weeks. Um, 
basically, I didn't have much to say. I, I've been watching the Disney radio or the Disney sing-along, and I've been watching stuff online. I just, <clears throat> I haven't had much to talk about because my last podcast, I pretty much said it all. I don't think Broadway's opening, so I kind of took a beat, took a break, started living for some other stuff. But before I get to that, I just want to give you my thoughts on Broadway. Um, let's say we do open this year. Who's going to come to New York this Christmas? But I don't know who has a trip planned this year. I don't know why. If we don't have a vaccine, why would someone come to the hot spot of the coronavirus pandemic? That unless they're like thrill seekers and just want to see what an empty city's like. I don't see that happening. And, and I said this, and it's crazy that it took like a month and a half for this to now be the headline. But so many actors are out of work. We all know that. All these creative people are out of work. And now... I mean, why would you stay in the city? They've all left. Not everyone, but a lot have. And then think about it this way. What if you start opening restaurants to like 25% capacity? I don't know what the payroll is going to be. There might still be furloughs, but you still can't have a full staff making full money that they used to make. It'll be like, I don't know. I don't know. Half the staff or less still working. And... If New York isn't at 100% capacity, then Broadway theaters won't be at 100% capacity. Therefore, investors aren't going to get their return, so I don't know how they're going to produce stuff. And I also don't know who's going to see it if they can't 100% guarantee its safety. Maybe I'm just thinking in black or white here, but if you want Broadway to open, it has to be with our nation and our health at 100%. Or in our, maybe not our economy, but... Uh, no, in our economy, nothing's at 100%. So I don't know if it's opening. I was going to launch my play Christmas Fart at Theater Row this Christmas until I thought about it. And I'm like, what if Wave 2 happens? Like, there's so much that we don't know. So I have decided not to do Christmas Fart this year. And I'm going to push it to next year. Um, that's that's a good, safe 18 months. So hopefully we'll all have a vaccine and hopefully we can all start planning stuff um, next Christmas, which is crazy. I keep planning these off-Broadway shows a year and a half out. Uh, so that's that. I have other plans that I'm doing because basically I love theater. I'm sure you do too, or otherwise you won't listen to this podcast. Uh, but I do theater and it's not just because I love theater. I just love writing and I love laughing and I love creating. And there are other outlets that I'm going to pursue in 2020 when it comes to writing that are not theater. And as always, and I always bring it back to this, but it always comes down to money. And I, if I produce something this year or early next year, I'm just going to lose all my money. And I don't think people are going to see it. I don't think anyone's going to be in the city. Um, I don't know if we're going to have a lot of auditions anyway. Like, I just, I don't see any logical reason to produce a show in New York City in the next 12 months, year, uh, with some change. I just don't see that happening. And for those that it may actually happen, 
you might have a shot when it comes to nonprofits because nonprofits raise their money through galas and, and funding and grants. So I think we got a shot at nonprofit theater. I am not nonprofit, I'm commercial. So I think the public will probably be good. I think theater companies that are nonprofit might help keep some of the other theaters who take both commercial and nonprofit productions. Those will be fine because it's not necessarily about the ticket sales. And also all the money you make has to go back into the production. So I think that nonprofit theater is the way to go if we're going to be trying to create something in 2020. That might be the only option on the table. Unless I'm wrong, there might be something that I'm missing, but I know that as a producer, I don't want to produce anything. As an investor, I don't want to invest into anything if it's not the market. Um, that'll go up eventually, but it's down now, um, or at least some are down. I'm not going to go into business news. Not going to go into it. I'm just saying that <sighs> uncertain future lies ahead, and... I don't know what's going to be different. And I stand by my statement about not streaming new work unless it's specifically made for a streaming platform. And I'll be talking a lot more about streaming plays in the coming weeks. But until then... New York's going to be different. And I don't know, I was saying October maybe, but I don't know if we're going to see Broadway back until there's a vaccine. Mm, I think I'll push it back to November. That's my new prediction. I don't think Broadway is going to be back into November, until November. And that's a big maybe. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Making a Musical podcast. Um, I sound a little weird because I have allergies and I moved locations in my house, so my audio might be a little off. But hey, that's quarantine for you. Have a nice day.